What is Lady Ada? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Show and Tell. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada, me with hiccups. Uh, we're here at the Adafruit Factory in downtown Manhattan, uh, where we do all our kidding electronics, manufacturing, goodies. I know that sometimes we have JP or Noah and Pedro or Liz or others help yeah. uh, run the show and tell. But now, now we're back to the OGs, uh, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Lady Ada. Uh, we've got about 25 minutes of fun, robotics, visitors, videos, and more. Yeah. I'm going to check in with people from around the maker, hacker, engineering community. We also have got a live video with Physicist Kitty that we're going to play at the end. But let's kick it yeah, off. we got all sorts of good stuff. So every single week, 7.30 p.m., we do the show and tell. And we're trying to uh, do even more with it. So there, you notice there's more hosts. We have um, Jay from DigiKeys coming up. And then we have a pre-recorded one that we're putting in um, because of a different time zone thing. So we're trying all sorts of new things, but let's first kick it off with Jay. Hey, Jay. Jay. How are you doing this week? Uh, I am Great. doing well. Thanks. You know, I try, you know, I moisturize a lot. I <laughs> Looking good. Um, I came to show off my newest little wearable named Fur, stand for Facial Recognition Robot, just F-R-R. But mm -hmm. this one's special because it's built pretty much like I did Helen, but this time I made it a lot smaller and decided to put it in a fanny pack. Cool. It's a lot more portable than uh, how Helen was. And the bad part about it, it doesn't have any sound. Good part about it, I was able to mess around with the code a bit and get it to look around a lot more. And it actually follows people when it sees people now. So cool. I'm actually going out tomorrow to test it out in the field at my favorite coffee shop. So I'm trying to, I'm hoping to get some content out of that, see how people are going to react to them. Okay. I've got a, a quick quiz question. So what's your favorite DigiKey part that you used in this robot? My favorite DigiKey part is the servos. Servos. <laughs> servos. You got, you got like, you got like the servos get pricey. So you got like the hookup. You're set. Yeah. Like that's the most part that I use constantly are servos out of all the microcontrollers and everything. Servos yeah. are kind of like my, my need other than my 3D printers. So the servos are like okay. the DigiKey product I've been using a lot. All right. Well, when you get a chance, uh, drop the row in the chat and uh, we'll share it with others because I think everyone wants to know your favorite servos. Because you know servos like nobody else. <laughs> Probably because I've blown half of them up, but okay, sure. All right. I, I like your strategy. There's a part shortage and you have, you know, a pretty expensive robotics habit. You know what? Work for DigiKey. Work for DigiKey. <laughs> Smart move. Yeah, you get, you get the parts That's first. part one of my plan. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. It's oh, good. Okay. All right, Jay. Well, thanks so much. And keep coming back. I'm glad to see you. And uh, it's cool to see the robot evolve. Yeah. All right. Bye. All bye. Right. Uh, our little robot. What's the name of the robot again? Fur. 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 Right. All right. Bye, Fur. JP, what you got going on this week? Hey, I kind of want to go the other way and build a really big robot and sit on its shoulder and go like this all day long. Yeah, yeah. now you're talking. I want a big robot that just comes along and picks you up and hugs you and then Aww. puts you down like not, like nothing's like nothing's happening. Just unleash them in cities and they just pick you up and hug you and then release you back. And that's it. it didn't, like you'll have to tell your friends like, yeah, sorry, Lane, I just got to hug a robot. Anyways, Hugbot. Hugbot. Yeah. That's the idea. Uh, so I'm working on these little video uh, nub shanks. Uh, in fact, I can hold one up right there. So these are a little ESP32 Pico, which is kind of the original uh, ESP32 architecture. And they have a neat trick uh, that's been figured out by a few super clever people on using the 8-bit DAX to generate analog composite video signals. Uh, so if I take this one and plug it in uh, over here, you'll be able to see it better to this TV. 
I'm just going into the composite video input and changing my channel to TV. Uh, so this is this really cool 8-bit dolly clock that I've shown before, but now I've got it in this super great little package that has uh, the BFF for wire or for battery charging. So I don't need to power that, but I can charge it uh, later. And then I also worked on Lady Ada's request on a second version of this that generates an NTSC uh, test pattern, which is really useful when you're trying to calibrate a television, uh, figure out the geometry of it, and uh, move the picture around. Uh, and maybe you can talk about some of the other display uses you have, Lamore. But I'm uh, just constantly testing stuff, and it's like generating an NTSC image or PAL image. It's like, I, unless you have an old Xbox, it's not that easy to just right. like create an NTSC test pattern. And um, what I like here is it's got the colors. Um, and then it's also got the text and the text will let you really know if you're getting a good clear image. I know like, you know, the Raspberry Pi can do um, NTSC, but um, right. I'm always reusing my Raspberry Pis and I forget which one has the code. Yeah. So I, I wanted like a little thing that was like, this always has a test pattern on it, can plug it in. I always know. Yeah, that. it's a few bucks. I mean, I, I can't remember what we what that, that Cutie Pie costs, but Cutie Pie plus BFF, you can use the USB and get rid of the BFF and the battery if you want, but uh, we've, we've got just a few parts that, that are needed to uh, put any video you want on there. And I've, I've just put out a guide on this and I linked to a few of the projects that led to this. They would pretty much all run on here. The project, uh, the guide right now has the uh, clock on there. I'm gonna add the thing about the NTSC. And then if you go to some of the other pages, you can do some 8-bit games and, and other art projects with them. So pretty fun little, little video nub there. Video right. nub. Video nub. Video nub. He's my best friend. He's a video nub. Yeah, see, you I remember, you remember that cartoon too. It wasn't need, I loved that song, that video nub cartoon on Saturday. <laughs> and the cereal yeah. was terrible. It's, but the, it's the kids' was. version of video drone. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, so, the, the, the tie in cereal was a little bit weird, but. Yeah, the action figures are nice though. Um, so, uh, JP, you have a show tomorrow, right? I do. I'll be uh, showing some. Other stuff, actually, a continuation of this, uh, some of this 8x8 Neotrellis stuff. I've now got uh, a Feather RP2040 running on here. We we have usually been using a Feather M4 in these projects, but you know how M4s are these days. They're, they're pretty rare. Uh, so I've uh, got this going on RP2040 instead, which is a more plentiful but super capable chip. Uh, so I'll show that and some other stuff. So please stop by. Right. Thanks so much, JP, and see you tomorrow. All right, next up, uh, Pedro, what you got printing this week? Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, folks? Yeah, so uh, PT, you gave me a little assignment to check out this cool new app called Camo to try to turn our iPhone into an overhead camera, and it works beautifully. Yeah. We have to go around and, like, click around, and that, the name of that app that, like, webcam does the, settings. Yeah, the like webcam the settings one. Yep. So definitely a good replacement oh, it's great. for, like, the overhead that you have. Get rid of that Linux. Get one that runs iOS. Especially yeah. if you have an old iPhone, like people who upgrade, they by now they might have an old yeah. iPhone five. Yeah, the, yeah. Use that. The, the app apparently they worked with Apple, and it just shows up as a native web camera. So and that's the magic. web was like, what is so cool? The QuickTime can do that. You can you know select stream through iPhone. The cool thing about it is that it's not doing a screencast, so you don't have all those annoying notifications. You don't have the UI yeah. getting all in you know everywhere. It's so like it's now I'm a camera. Just, just the camera yeah and you can have like adjust all of your settings so you can switch to what camera you're uh focusing on and yeah. like do all the resolution and all that stuff so lots of like features in there but the main thing that um we also ancillary stuff to mount it you notice that people were like using a bunch of lego parts to try to mount it to displays and to laptops so 
course, we 3D modeled some nice little Lego parts that, um, you know, unfortunately with all the new laptops, they have like that notch. So some of the old ones that we had made before, you know, it was completely obstructing it. So like the, um, there's the dot, whatever sensors that are on there. So nice little, um, little notch cutaway. So it will not obstruct any of that. And uh, we had to get a PC laptop to like do some uh, testing for this project here. And it works perfectly in that as well. So Windows, Mac, and uh, the uh, Lego pieces also work on that. So different like parametrics. So you can just type in what the thickness is and it'll update that. And then the other thing was making a little two by three of having a uh, the three fourths with the quarter 20 on there. Mm. So you can use all of our um, little 20 to 20 uh, parts that we have in the shop to build your own little uh, camera, tripod, little adapter thingy. Oh, here's one. <laughs> Yeah, y'all love and that just has the built-in threads. This is a combo of the two things that you love the most, right? <laughs> so a bunch camera of bits. like get like the Lego camera bits. We have all that in the shop, so you can build your own little holder. So a cool I little way cool. to uh, upgrade your casting camera. Nice. All right, and uh, we'll be playing these videos and more on Ask an Engineer. Thank you so much, Aaron Pedro. So, all right. Next up, uh, hey Scott. Hello. What you got going on? Is this your first show and tell since you've been back? No, it can't be. No, no I showed the kiddo off. Yeah. Uh, this is the me showing something that I got distracted doing. But I've been um, trying to understand all of the data that is in a CircuitPython binary. Because if you can figure out data that you don't need, um, you can make the binary smaller, which is a constant challenge for us. Um, and so. I was doing some graph visualizations, which I should probably render because they are cool looking, even though I've not found them super helpful. Um, but the other thing that's really common for understanding like where space goes is called a tree map. Um, and so I actually, yesterday I was just like, why isn't there an easy tree map viewer? If I could just like spit out some JSON file and just view it, how cool would that be? So I mashed two examples I found together and didn't have a whole, whole lot of luck yesterday, but I got it working this morning. So you can now go to treemap.dev, and I'll just drag a JSON file over here and drop mm -hmm. it. And this is the CircuitPython bundle uh, repository, not the bundle itself. So you can see like how much space my Git directory is using, 196 K, uh, megs or so. I can click here for libraries, and now it switches between drivers and helpers. And then within drivers, we can oh. see Circuit Playground versus Clue, BNO055. I kind of this looks like one of Winder stat, but for <laughs> yeah, trial. yeah, it's very common with that. Um, and then docs, and then so you can. It's a great way to uh, kind of dig into uh, what you're looking at and why something is so large. You can see that there's a picture that's 18 megs, which is why that's so large. Uh, shouldn't actually be in the bundle proper though. Um, so I thought that was kind of just a like neat tool, um, and now I'm. Uh, now I've got something that I can just generate, you know, write a bit of Python code and generate this and then just use this to visualize what I'm dealing with. I do like, I do like the Winderstat style for exploring sizes. It's definitely like when my computer's like, where is the space going? Yeah. It is like, oh my God, there's like two log files that are somehow got up to like 18 gigabytes. Cause it's like, you know, my, right. I've had this computer for nine years and it just has appended every day, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it's really easy to, to delete stuff. And, and, you know, that way you're not wasting your time. Like, chasing after 1k 2k here when you can find right. like no there's there's a chunky juicy fluffy section that i can just yoink yes out. yeah totally so so what i just added uh, that i was just doing it during the meeting early, earlier 
was I wrote a simple Python script that you can just give it a directory and it will generate this uh, JSON for you so that you can just drag it here. So yeah. anywhere on your computer, you could generate it. Um, the JSON that you drag over doesn't leave your computer. It just is all JavaScript, uh, which cool. is cool too. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Scott. I'm, look I'm looking forward to one day when our Python on hardware devices can uh, self-run a <laughs> treemap.dev. I do not want to get into browser development. Yeah. You, you, you couldn't pay me enough to right. do browser development. I'm on not going to do that. That's what yeah, Linux but you, and but you do want to write an IDE, so I don't know. I don't really know which. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It's All right. Good. Well, check out treemap.dev, and thank you mm -hmm. so much, Scott, for sharing this. Thank right. you for letting me yeah. wander. <laughs> wander the trees. All right. Next up, we're going to go to Liz and then Joey. Then I'm going to play uh, Kitty's video. video. Liz, okay. what you got going on? How's it going? Uh, this week, I worked on this uh, traffic light wearable. Um, and so if you press this little button on the side, it changes the color of the traffic light. And you can use that to let people know um, how much interaction you want to have uh, if you're at a convention or a meeting, something like that. Um, and one thing that I was like really into with this is I used like diorama plants and grass yeah. on the side. Um, yeah. and it, it came out, um, a lot nicer than I thought because I was, I was worried with this. So it would look, um, kind of silly. I want to avoid that obviously. Um, so, but I really liked the diorama stuff. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I remember when we talked about that, I also thought I'm like, well, maybe that was a bad suggestion because it might look silly, but it looks really good. Yeah, um, yeah. also your, your, your up camera looks really good as well. So good work on, on that. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so there's a guide on this um, and a quick one minute video as well. Um, if folks want to we'll share that on the show. Yeah, we're going to show that uh, tonight and then uh, folks can learn how to make this and more. And we also have the little traffic lights in the store to make your own little wearable uh, traffic light device. Yes. All right. Thanks All so right. much, Liz. Thanks, Liz. All right, Joey, what you got going on? Welcome back. Good Howdy to see all. you. Hey. Good to see you too. Yeah. Uh, so I've been working on a feather wing that actually stems from a desk of Lady Ada from a few months ago, I suppose. I've been doing a lot of LCD stuff with the watch, and Lady Ada was talking about the BU9796, which is an LCD driver chip. Mm. And I thought, like, I would like to build a feather wing that has an LCD on it. And so it's now allowed me to build this little uh, LCD feather wing, which uh, this, these LCDs are great, like, low-power displays. You've got, like, you know, TFTs yeah. and OLEDs and such. But this is just, like, the whole wing, like, draws, like, 10 microamps, it's just really amazing. And this is using CircuitPython Deep Sleep to uh, press the button here, do a display so it's in deep sleep here, and then I'm gonna press the button and have my temperature and my That's relative humidity. display, I mean, oh, I great. love it. Thank you. Yeah, it, it was. this was fun because I actually had it, I designed it myself and I had someone, uh, LCD fabricator, uh, put it together for me. Wow. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's a really uh, kind of custom uh, gadget. I'm just gonna like. Can I mind if I share my uh, desktop really quick? Yeah, just, go, for uh, it. go for it. I love the little moon. That's not. I was like, I was like, how did you get that moon on there? It's, it makes sense. It's custom. Yeah, yeah. The, so I um I ended up. Is that uh, shared? Yep. There, there we go. Yeah. So I ended up putting in. Uh, you can kind of see if I tilt it back here. Uh, four icons on the left and AM, PM, and a battery on the right. So there's mm -hmm. just a lot of little possibilities here for different kinds of informational displays or you know flash little arrows when you're like transferring data. So, yeah. yeah. And then um, this is a skill that I definitely learned from y'all. I have built a tester because I'm hoping to make some of these and make them available on Tindy. So oh, right uh, on. yeah, this this tester was definitely something I, y'all have a really good guide on building testers actually. And these are the pogo pins that y'all yeah. stock in the store. 
Uh, but yeah, you just press down on the thing and you press the button, reset, and. Yeah. Great, there you go. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. If people wonder why we do these yeah. guides and everything, this is why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I learned I learned so much and I'm able to like now make a product and it's yeah. thanks to y'all. So also saves you a lot of time. For sure. And I feel like if you know if we're all doing this, one of the things that we can do is save each other time. Like if we learn something, it doesn't diminish our uh, product line or anything if we teach someone else to to do testers and, and get further ahead so we should share that as well you i'm psyched that like it, like yes yeah, like guides and videos that we did have inspired someone to make a product and you're going to sell it right. i think it's going to be really popular and yeah it's um, going to be cool we'll stock at adafruit too and it's like this is so cool like yeah because i was like i was thinking about I, was, I got that little lcd and i was like man like you can drive it with a chip but i bet there's like an off-the-shelf thing that does it and then I was on DigiKey. I was like, oh, yeah, look, this chip is really nice. Like, and, you know, they're the kind of unloved chips. Like, you don't hear about them. And yet, you know, they run everything in every car and every toaster. Mm -hmm. um, just silently, like, turning on and off segments for you and, and doing it. I like it, that the data um, even mentions, like, fax machines. Like, of course. Why, why wouldn't it run I know. Yeah. But, it, yeah, and it's like we don't think about it, but it's true. Yeah. Um, so good work. Okay, Joey, we'll keep coming back and you have our contact info. If and when you want us to uh, order some up, put them in the Adafruit store, we'll I'll reach out. do that as well. Thanks so much, y'all. All right, okay. take care, Joey. Bye, Joey. All right, All now right, so we're going to beam in past me and past Kitty. Uh, she's a physicist, so I think I could pull this off. You can say through, kids, Kitty physicist. Through, through, new, through neutrinos mm -hmm. and tachyons. Um, but we did a video recording on Saturday morning because of the time zones. And I said, oh, I'll just play it live on Ask an Engineer. So let's do that now. All right. Hello, Kitty. How are you? Hello, Kitty. Good to see you. Okay. You're a um, pretty well-known maker. Um, we actually uh, stock one of the things that you make in the store. It's Kitty's Flowers Pair of Bluetooth Wearable Roaches, Art by Physicists. Tell us a little bit about it and what you're up to. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Yes, as uh, PD just showed on the screen, these are the Bluetooth flowers. It comes as a pair. Um, so they are actually connected through Bluetooth. That's why it's called Bluetooth flowers. I'm just turning them on right now. Okay, we zoom see onto the flowers. Yeah, so you can see on the front, there are some very beautiful LEDs that decorate the the flower and um, it actually uh, the design come from my drawing I'm wearing my uh, drawing my painting on this outfit that actually match with these flowers and it comes as a pair it, it, they can be connected on the back you will see the Bluetooth antenna and um, on the front there's also a touch sensor so you can program these flowers to interact uh, you can show different uh, effects on the LEDs as you touch them. And you can use the Bluetooth to detect distance. And the, also the back has, uh, you can see the vibrating motor here. So you can also program the uh, vibration to also react to the, the Bluetooth strength as well as the touching. Um, we also have a accelerometer probably small, but you can see it on the board here. Uh, so accelerometer you can use to program the interaction as well. So the idea came from this uh, experience I had when I was a kid. Actually, my mom told me 
when I was three, I had a little bit of memory of that, but mostly her telling me that she almost lost me when she took me out shopping. And she just, when she turned around, she couldn't find me anywhere. And she was so worried and was trying to look for me everywhere. And she had the announcement in the store asking for me. After a couple of hours, she almost gave up. She saw she uh, I was lost, but then she saw like a, a little uh, pair of feet underneath a giant coat. And she opened it up, I was inside, I was playing hide and seek with her and I was giggling. I found it funny, but it, it was devastating for her. So it just stuck with me, that story stuck with me. And uh, when I started building, uh, some maker project, I always thought that, what can I do to help that kind of situation? So I came up with these flowers. If you look at uh, the Hexter.io projects, I had the open source process and I used the um, uh, robots Bluetooth Beatles as my prototyping boards and then uh, connected them with this functionality. But um, we then worked together on designing these really nice boards. So they are PCBs on the back, you can see the components, but on the front, they are very beautiful and decorative. So then uh, you can program them to interact between your loved ones. Um, when they are out of the uh, factory setting, th those are basically doing what I was uh, talking about, the, that scenario that if, uh, you wear with your kid. Uh, if they run off for more than two meters, you can, of course, change the number. But you can then get sen sensed uh, and your flower on you will start vibrating. So no need to use a phone or track your kid or, or something. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. Yeah, this is great. I, it's a beautiful story. And I was thinking, uh, so it was raining yesterday. Uh, here and uh, while well, the rain is oh it's raining but that's what make flowers you know grow mm -hmm. and happen um, this was a story about loss and maybe something scary but then it turned into um, something uh, beautiful now that people can be reminded of not only the story but they could have something uh, that's very special to them um, that's mm -hmm. wearable and it's connected to another person which also makes it special exactly. all right and so we stock these on Avergut.com and they could just search for kitty or uh, uh, flowers. Um, but where else could people find out about your work and more? Because you do um, a lot of stuff in, in addition to uh, Bluetooth wearables. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. Uh, this is part of the Art by Physicist collection. So that's my own fashion brand. So the, the outfit I'm wearing is also my design through that brand. Uh, this is a special type of um, fashion tech that uh, we also stock on the brand website is just my name, kittyyoung.com. Mm -hmm. So the brand is specializing in wearable tech and fashion tech. So you find all kinds of uh, designs with my hand painting uh, printed, digitally printed on the fabrics. And there are also accessories that match with the outfits. You can also find my work on Hexter.io. I have also quite a lot of open source projects there. We did, uh, for these flowers, we did a holiday hack uh, in December 
last year during Christmas. So a bunch of really cool makers got together, uh, like Alex Glow, um, Deborah, uh, Amy D, Double D, <laughs> we, Helen Lay, we were all grouped together, uh, Mohib, um, Jazz, David, uh, Ginger. So we, yeah, we, we did a live streaming of hacking these flowers and we came up with all kinds of really interesting ideas. So um, we had the, I think it was Mohib uh, and Tanya Fish. Um, uh, that also thought about using them for uh, detecting elderly falls. Mm. So um, they can wear this using the accelerometer to detect any sudden changes in the motion. So that was a really nice application as well. Um, I remember Tanya also did something to count the uh, the number of spoons <laughs> using these uh, as yeah. counters. How many spoons do you have um, left? Yeah, you can you can touch the sensor to say yeah. I'll have one, two, three, four, five uh, spoons. Uh, Alex used this to make um, time use them as timers for breathing. So you hmm. can have these LEDs show up, and you hold your breath to control your breath. Wait for the LEDs to go through a full circle, and then uh, do another round of breathing. So those are really interesting ideas. I love seeing how people move before. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. We coordinated this because we're in different time zones and we wanted to have you on the show and tell. So thank you so much, Kitty. And uh, folks, get them. We have uh, just a few left and we'll have some more later and check out all of Kitty's work and more. Thank you so much. Okay, that worked. All right. All right. So that's our show and tell for tonight, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us and being here. We'll see everyone next week, 7.30 p.m. every single Wednesday. That's the show and tell. Come by, show and share your projects. And thank you for making this the best half an hour of our week. Every single week. Ask an engineer, start in two minutes. See Bye, everybody. Then.